Dear AT&T Uverse, hate you. Way to fuck everything up. We just, hate you. Just way to throw your monkey wrench-shaped dick right into the cog. Hate you. Two Thursdays now. Hate you. So Two much. Thursdays. You've just decided to not record anything we've set. Yeah. Community League, Always Sunny. You still find the space to do Daily Show and Colbert Rapport. Oh yeah. But not the shows we actually watch. Live at Daryl's house. Yeah. But not the shows we actually need to make this podcast better for you people out there. Yeah. So if we suck this week... I want you to write a formal letter of complaint to AT&T. Yeah. No doubt. Because they've ruined episode 44 of R4 Sense. Hate you. They didn't really ruin it. Well, we'll see. We're only in the beginning. So yeah. eh, there's some room for error. No, we're doing this one backwards. Are We've we? already completed it. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, this is the end. Actually. I didn't learn much. The end at the beginning. I'm going to say I didn't learn anything then. No. Oh. Well, I'm disappointed in you. As always, I am your host, Zach Duke Nukem Arneman. <laughs> and joining me. I'm not waiting 14 years. I'm not doing it. What? For, for my next iteration? Yes. Just for you to suck. I just came up with like eight jokes that were all against me. And oh, good. And realized that I didn't want to say any of them out loud. Oh, damn it. Be like, there's a lot of things that I'm going to have to wait 14 years for. Oh, yeah. Like a lady. Mm. Like lady bits. Mm. Up in my man parts. Ew. Ew. That sounds painful. And joining me, as always, is the almost useless Mark Serious Sam Smith. Wow. You jerk. Well, I gave, at least I gave you the better sunglassed video game... Quite true. Guy, I guess. I don't know. Sirius, well, Duke Nukem held that spot for a long time yeah. before Serious Sam came around. Well, when was the first Serious Sam game? 2001. Oh. Yeah. I thought it was like a 1999 no. motherfucker. You're not, you're not, not that that's like a huge yeah. difference. I keep forgetting that the that 90s. That was back in the 20th in century. In the 90s. Well, you know 90s, you're old when. Yeah, well, you the think 90s about are 10 years so ago. And you think it's 1992. Exactly. <laughs> I'm still doing that. Like I said to a lady the other day, I was like, I'm still trying to figure out what happened to 2010, let alone 2011. Who That's knows? What? You know what we did with this year? What did we do with this we year? We did a podcast. We did. That's why the whole year disappeared. Yep. Weekly iterations and stuff. Yep. For you people out there. Yeah. We wasted a year for out you. Out there in TV lane. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what you're watching instead of listening to our podcast. Probably. And who can blame them? Speaking of podcast stuff, yeah. you know I updated the I updated the website. Our website? Yeah. No. Yeah. What'd you update? I put my bio on there. Oh, that's funny because I was going to tell you after recording this that if you don't, I have one written for you. Oh yeah, no, I totally put it on there. When was today. this? Oh no I shit. I had a free day today, so I was wandering about. We're gonna read it to the folks at home. Oh goody. Mark grew up in the Midwest in the number one city to raise a family, St. Charles, Illinois. Leaving high school with aspirations in chemistry and math, philandered about in school for a year or seven, and finally settled on baking and culinary arts. Yeah. Having been a nerd of such genres, such as tabletop gaming, <coughs> okay, trading card games, <laughs> and original computer gaming... You hipster motherfucker. Yeah. Mark kept up, kept up with the media and technology in his spare time when he should have been sleeping. Having his personal life blow up in the fiery explosion caused him to have the free time needed to put together the most glorious podcast you haven't listened to. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. I you hope... know, I do not know the correct way to spell fiery. 
is it F I R E Y? That's what I thought, but the thing was freaking out. And, it said and no? I didn't actually like look it up. Maybe so. fiery isn't a word. Maybe. A fiery explosion? Yeah. Isn't that, isn't, that, isn't that a thing? I don't know. I thought there was a... Per- How do you say something is, you know, has a fire-type attribute about it? Yeah, it's fiery. Yeah. Inflamed. Like, if I was going to talk about... If I was going to talk about Pokemon, you know? Yeah. Okay. A fire-type. Yeah. You just say fire-type? You've got a fire-type explosion. Yeah. <laughs> a fireish explosion. A f- no, then it sounds, it sounds like... Sounds you're, Irish. Li- you're lighting people wearing green on fire. <laughs> Look at the fireish! I don't much take kindly to them potato eaters. You're a potato eater, aren't you? Occasionally. Do you know that? Uh, I do this, enjoy French fries. Do you know that today is National Beat Up a Ginger Day? Apparently. Yeah, it's like smack a ginger yeah. day or something. Yeah. Yep. Have, you, have you been smacked yet? No, I haven't. That's probably because you didn't leave the house. No, I don't have a beard. Ah, uh, that's so true. I'm currently not a ginger. Hey, you're close. Whatever. You're, you're closer than I am. With your red hair. N-word. Your golden locks. N-word, please. <laughs> N-word, please. N-W-P. Who are you trying Zach to fool? Gunzel. Zach Gunzel? Yeah. Oh, boy. Maybe my pubes. Uh. Well, you're the one who went there first. Uh. Climb up these golden locks. <laughs> oh, it's golden a- down there? To await your treasure. <laughs> See, I mean, I'm not much for interior design and decorating, but after watching Christopher Lowell, I know that sometimes it's okay if the carvers don't necessarily match the drapes. Oh. And he didn't so much teach Glad me he this. inspired you. He showed me. <laughs> also, to get out of that bottle of peroxide. Oh, God. How's your week Golden locks. Enough. <laughs> Enough. How's your week been? What have you been up to all week? <laughs> uh, so I started my... Uh, I started my actual goal to lose weight. I didn't know you were on a goal to lose weight. It just started on Monday. How much more weight do you need to lose? Uh, to get to a healthy BMI? I didn't know you weren't healthy. You just keep shedding pounds. Like I know, it's going right? Out of style. No, no. It, apparently, uh, to, for me to get to a healthy BMI, I need to weigh 221 pounds. Ew. Which is a solid 40 less than I weigh right now. Yeah, no, you will look way too skinny 40 yeah. pounds lighter. That those BMI index are bullshit. Well, yeah, because they don't take into account people of different body types. Yeah, which it's supposedly what would designed you say your for. Body type would be mine. Yeah, I'm just Zeus. Paul. Yeah, <laughs> body by Zeus. Well, I didn't mean Zeus <laughs> as in the Greek god. I meant more of Michael Sheen's character from. Uh... I thought you were talking about Samuel L. Jackson character from no. uh, Die Hard Three. No, I was t- talking of Michael Sheen's character from Tron Legacy. Ew. The club owner? Yeah. Yeah. Ew. Well, you're always running around the house yelling libations. Yes. For everybody. Flipping a cane around. There's only tell- two- And putting on Daft Punk for no reason. <laughs> There's only two people that live here. What, what do you, what do you Libations be- for everyone! Why you gotta be yelling? So I take it that means your week's been... Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah? yeah. Trying to lose lots 40 pounds for no lots fucking reason. I have I have the opposite problem. I don't have lots... I don't have any work. Yeah. Hours getting cut left and right. Yeah. And what have I done with all this time off? Fuck nothing. Fuck nothing. Video games. Yeah, Video games much. is something. Pretty much. You know, I know you don't give a shit, but my week has been okay. It's not that I don't give a shit. I just don't like hearing about it. <sighs> well, it's, it's kind two of... very different things. Are like, they... I care, but not enough to want to hear about are it. Are they? <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't think those things are mutually exclusive. I think that they are. I think you're an idiot. I think you're an idiot. Well, podcast over. <laughs> the podcast is over. I thought that is gonna... my impression <laughs> of our own theme song. <laughs> <laughs>
even know not, what I played. Not everybody can beat Mass Effect in you know, eleven hours a day. Yeah, I did. I did. You know, I see. You know, I get like, I get, I get impressed when people are like, "Yeah, I read that whole book in a day," and I go like, "Wow, really? Wow, I, really? I could never do that." But you're not impressed when people not beat impressed video games. by video games at all, unless it's like an obscenely small amount of time. Like, I beat Legend of Zelda or the original in like an hour and a half. Like, I... that's disgusting. Hey, man, I bet you the the record for Mass Effect beating it's got to be like six or seven. You would think. Because, I mean, like... I'm I mean, a, um, can you skip past all, like, the chatty some parts? Cut scenes, yeah. Some cutscenes, some you can, some you can't. Like, you know. Right. And I stopped skipping. Like, I skipped through the ones that I remembered when I was playing it on your computer. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of, like, when I got to a certain point, I was like, oh, I mean, now I actually get that's a That's just, like, a level of video game comprehension that I do not want to reach. Like, I play the same game so much that I can beat it in under six hours. So that means you've played the game well, at least four, five, six times. Who, me? No, just in oh, general. I was going to say, because like, I haven't. No, I'm just saying. I'm just nasty at video games. I get, I'm, that, I'm not talking about you. I want you to be. Yeah, but you're not going to be Mass Effect in six hours. I'm going to try now. That's disgusting. I'm just going to straight up. No, I see, I was feeling bad because, you know what it says on your braid for me? 20 hours played. That's gross. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was getting disgustingly good at braid. Well, I mean, at that point, it's all kind of more memory of what the puzzles are and then executing them perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> no fucking it up. Speaking of executed perfectly, this doesn't really apply here. Spanish uh, we Inquisition? Watched, yeah, we watched a bunch of movies this week. That were not executed perfectly. Well, I don't Actually, know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, see, we're going to have to talk about yeah. this now. Uh, you saw Hugo. I did. In theaters. I thoroughly enjoyed that I did movie. not. Let's talk about Hugo first. Okay. And then we'll talk about the other movie that we both saw. Well, Hugo, I don't what, know what, What's know. it about? Like, yeah, I was like, I don't know if you know anything about it. I but, just know uh, that it's directed by Scorsese. Yeah, Scorsese's like Christmas kids movie. Yeah. And it's about a kid who lives in the walls of a train station. And uh, he winds all the clocks because his father was a clockmaker. Okay. And uh, his uncle, his father winds up dying. Jude Law, who's in the movie for like 18 seconds. Not, not to interrupt you right there. Yes. And this will be real quick. Uh-huh. I, I just read uh, a little bit ago that Jesse Eisenberg, yeah. you know, yeah. is suing like somebody mm-hmm. because he was like in a movie of like imagine if we shot another movie. Right. And we got we had Jesse Eisenberg in it, who was only in the movie like it was a one day shoot for him. He was in the movie as like more of a favor, didn't get paid, and now the movie is marketing him where he takes up the whole cover of the box. Oh man! And they're like really marketing it as Jesse Eisenberg in. So now he's suing the filmmakers Yee. for being you know just to show him who's boss, I guess. Right? To be like, yo, motherfuckers. Yeah, I did this as a favor, you cocks. Yeah, yeah. That made me thought, think about it right now. This is saying Jew Law in there for 15 seconds. Imagine if they were like, Jew Law in Hugo. Yeah, right? <laughs> Continue. Yeah, he's I only apologize. in there for like 15 seconds, and then he dies horribly. And then uh, he lives with his uncle, who actually does that, but his uncle's a horrible drunk, so he just disappears. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, so he's got this, he's got this like, automaton. Okay. That He's got a clockwork android? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. And he's trying to get pieces together to put it back together so i'm not gonna say a whole lot more mm-hmm. but he meets up with chloe moretz who's who's hit girl from yes chloe moretz is awesome number one and they go on a series of adventures i'm telling you you're gonna do the same thing i did with emma watson with chloe moretz like you're gonna be like mm-hmm. in your 30s and you're gonna watch a movie where she's like 25 yeah. and you'll be like god she's beautiful and then you're gonna go back and watch 
kick ass and you'll be, be like, like oh, I really can't watch this anymore. <laughs> but yeah, I don't want to say a whole lot more about it because the movie is all about the story. Mm-hmm. So I can't really talk about the story no, without ruining fine. the movie. But fine. I, I mean, it's incredibly well shot. I, I saw it in 3D. Yeah. It was you... annoying. Yeah. Like, it was Drive annoying. Drive angry 3D. annoying? No, I liked Drive yeah, Angry 3D. It just gave, it gave No, not headache. a headache annoying. Like, yeah. it actually was distracting. Is what I'm saying. Like, okay. the 3D wasn't, you know, like Avatar or something. Like, it, 3D and it's immersive and... Yeah, but like, it's giving it depth instead yeah. of just gimmicks. So it's giving... That was what it was. It was giving it depth. But the problem is, is there's all these pan in and pan out shots. So as it would pan past, like, a person, you would notice that that person was two-dimensional. Yeah. Like, all the time. Like, it was 3D... But two-dimensional, if that makes any sense. Yeah, would you still say that Tron is the best 3D movie that you've seen so far? Uh, yes. Because I didn't see, like, the Guardian Legend. Apparently that was amazing. Oh, was it? Yeah, they yeah, used well. some different 3D technology and wound up being yeah. really good-looking. But, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, Tron, by, by far. Because, number one, I mean, you're in a computer world, so... You don't know what it looks like, so 3D looks great. Yeah, not too sure. And you get to see, you know, Olivia Wilde in 3D. I just wanted to see where your bearings were on 3D movies. Yes. You get to see Olivia Wilde in 3D. Yeah, that's always good. I'm, 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 I'm for that. I figured. Yeah. So, Hugo, could you tell it was a... I, I mean, like, you're not a huge movie dude. Not just... I am not much of a director person. But, like, you know, Scorsese pictures. Right. Does it feel like one? Would you know it was Martin Scorsese? Yes, because it was c- completely focused on the story. Yeah. Yeah, and and the shots were really, really well done. Explain. I, like, I, I just want to say explain the cinematography it. was done well. Okay. Like, there was no points where I was like, Ugh. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. And you know what's shocking about it is that Sacha Baron Cohen's in it. I love him. And he's great. He's a good in actor. In that movie. <laughs> You you know even if you don't like Borat or Bruno, they right. have to show that he's a good actor. If he can freaking pull that type of right. character building off, that means he could pretty much do anything. But yeah, he I mean he's no, he was good. Was, I got plenty he, of laughs out of him, and they was, were all you know G rated laughs. He was he was he he's was really good in it. He was great in Sweeney Todd. I didn't even really like Sweeney Todd. I liked Sweeney Todd. That was all right. And that was like the last Johnny Depp movie I've even cared about. Yeah, you know you didn't really care about On Stranger Tides. No. That's a shame. No. So, on a scale of 1 to 10... Taking to the fact that it is a kid's Christmas movie. Okay. Better than Polar Express? I never saw Polar You're Express. not missing much. Yeah. It's Other got, than, it, it I don't really, really want to be creeped out. Un, it really yeah. hits that Uncanny Valley hard. Yeah. Ugh. It really hits Alternate Dimension R4 Sense really hard. <laughs> I still wish we named the show that. I don't care. <laughs> Anyway. We wouldn't have all these change things. That's true. Yeah. Scale of 1 to 10. Uh, like I said, taking into the fact that it is a kid's movie for Christmas, I am an 8.5. Okay. Yeah. Because I thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay. But there were it was very long. Was so, it? Yeah. His, his past few movies have been... Well, I mean, his movies have always been long. The Casino and Goodfellas are all two and a half, <laughs> yeah. three hours. <laughs> I respect that, man. That's what I said when we started this. Like, it'll, it'll be as long as it needs to be. Right. I'll be at ten minutes or two hours. Yeah, and there wasn't any part where I was, like, bored. It was just, like, towards the end of the movie, I was just like, all right, you know where you're going. <laughs> let's, get there. Let's get there, <laughs> yeah. 
That's kind of how I felt with the next movie we're going to talk about. Okay. I ended up really liking it. But again, and what movie was that, Zach? Super 8. Ooh. Aren't we like six months behind on this movie? Yes, we are. <laughs> but if anybody's, you know, been actually following the show, mm-hmm. we're not all about current events. We can't afford to go see movies in the theaters. True. I did drop like almost $30 to go see. Yeah, because it's go 15 bucks for the ticket. Yeah. And you know you're going to... You I am Mr. Popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> So, so there's another twelve for popcorn and a drink, which is why I didn't go see Super Eight in theaters because yeah. you know I just didn't. Yeah. So we rented it. We rented it Blu-ray. Now, I just need to say that I am not a huge J.J. Abrams supporter. Yes, we uh, know this. We you know we've been through this. Yes, like Lost. That was it for the TV show. Star Trek. I really like the Star Trek movie. Yeah. Uh, and I still watch it. Like I, I don't want to say it has rewatchability, mm-hmm. but I still find myself like when I'm bored, yeah, like, it's perusing Netflix. And if I pass through the whole my whole instant queue twice, I'll just go to Star Trek. Really, I really will. And I don't know if it's the space battles. Like I, I've always liked space battles. Mm-hmm. It's hands down. Serenity's got one of the coolest. Yeah, we were playing Sanctum today, and you were like, "Look at the air battle." Yeah, the air <laughs> battle was out of control, and. Uh, so that being said, you know, I was real hesitant coming into it, but then I, you know, I also know that Spielberg executive produced, which was is great because right. everything he touches besides Indiana Jones four is gold. Yeah. And uh, I mean, because we were talking about this last night, like, what's the worst m- movie Spielberg ever did? And you'll either get The Terminal. I never saw The Terminal. It was really good. Yeah. Or Hook. Which was really good. I liked Hook. So, Granted, I was a kid, and it was made you know, for me, Hook is, so Hook is still I enjoyed good. Hook. Hook's still funny. Um, but, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't really know what else, I don't really know where I'm going with this. J.J. Abrams? Yeah. You weren't no, really feeling J.J. Abrams? Okay. Um, but the main point is, is knowing that Spielberg was attached to this, like, from what people told me when they saw it. <laughs> Was that this was going to, you know, it's it's it, apparently a throwback to, like, Close Encounters and the Goonies. Oh, yeah. Like, it was... And it holy was, shit. It was, like, every 80s movie I've ever it seen. It was, like, every 80s movie with the kids I swear as to God, I was watching Stand By Me. Right? Like, right in the middle of that. And, and, and uh, you know, Super 8 was a little long, but dare I say... I didn't think it was that long. It felt long to me just because really? I wanted to see the creature. Like, oh, okay. I was waiting. Well, you kept missing the creature no, on screen. I didn't miss the creature. I there were points it out. where I was, yeah, we, I did the same thing, and you were like, I didn't even. Well, yeah, I mean, I'll give you that. Yeah. They definitely, you know, edited. You know, there was a lot of Cloverfield in this movie. Oh, certainly. Not so much a shaky cam, but like, look at that shot of the monster. Oh, but the camera's gonna look over here. Uh, it wasn't nearly that bad, though. The train <laughs> explosion. That was the shit. It was probably the most dramatized that was anything shit. I've ever seen. <laughs> it was, was I thought so I was watching cool. Blues Brothers again. <laughs> it, was, it was like Blues Brothers. Pretty much they could have just named this town the town of fucking miracles. <laughs> that's like, what I think that's what we called it. Towards like, the end of the miracle Town. Like that's, that's the name of Super 8. Super 8, Miracle Town. <laughs> so nobody dies in this town. Like nobody dies. Nobody dies. Well, except people for like, die, but except for like, there's no one you care about. Well, I know, ch- obviously, tertiary character would be three. What's, like, the six-step removed oh, character? Oh, like, I have no idea. Sectemporary? No, that's seven. Okay. Sexiary? Sexiary characters are the only ones that die. Yeah. They're not having sex. No. Not to be confused with a horror movie. Yeah, you know what? Like, it, it was impossible to die if you were inside of a car. That's also very true. Like, impossible to die. Guy Anybody... runs into a train, 
head on survives survives not only survives but is like conscious and then gets interrogated yep threatens the shit out of some kids yeah see but there's a thing like there's there's this fine line that movies can pull off where i don't really have a good example right now but you look at that movie where everybody's surviving mm-hmm. and like it doesn't make any sense but you're like this is ridiculous and then there's other movies where they pull the exact same bullshit yeah and you're like they didn't die this movie sucks yeah and i don't know what that line is i don't mm. know where to look at it and i don't know how to we call it the swordfish line right like i don't <laughs> know how to quantify it Ugh. what do you mean by swordfish line like when that freaking bomb goes off that's right at the beginning that beginning blows up all the, end. Yeah, yeah like blows up all the beads everywhere and yeah. no one dies yeah like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> this will be the most catastrophic bomb ever Everybody lived. Yay! Yeah, there's that fine line, and Super 8 definitely teetered all over it, but again, like, I don't know how to describe the line, so I don't fully understand why sometimes I'm furious, and sometimes right. I'm, like, a six-year-old kid. No, I was watching a thing in, in uh, because we watched a documentary that this movie is not yet rated. We did watch that. And, uh, um, they were talking about, they were talking about the difference between PG-13 and R-rated movies is when you shoot somebody in an R-rated movie, not only does blood shoot out, but they die. Yeah. But like, if you shoot somebody PG-13 or an early or or less restricted movie, they you don't get any blood. Huh? It's weird, and and it's and they were talking, they were joking around. They were like, actually, I think that if you shoot somebody, there's no blood and they die. That's fantasy. Kids yeah. shouldn't be subjected to that. They should see the blood. <laughs> right. That's a really good point. That's a really good point. And that's probably why the kids are so goddamn violent these days. Yeah, because they think there's no, you know, there's no gory aftermath. Yeah. You know how many? You know, it used to be a big thing about movies where you'd have some giant action sequence, then they just move right on. Yeah. And then Kill Bill comes along and pans back over the room after she slaughters eighty-eight dudes in black and white. <laughs> Can't believe they made him turn it into black and white, but it ended up being better. Yeah. I think that's another problem, too. Before we rate this movie, that's mm-hmm. another problem. I just want to get that out on the table. Studios need to, like, not, you know, yes, you can make any decision you want, and, like, seven out of ten times, you know, it makes the movie a little bit artistically better. Right. But don't fucking think that you can do it every time. Yeah. Would you, so what you Well, before we get there, I want to talk about, like, I, Dakota Fanning? L Fanning, that's her sister. The blonde one? It was her sister. That was her sister? Younger sister. Really? Mm-hmm. So how old's Dakota Fanning? I don't know. I didn't look up how old this other one was, because once I saw But either Fanning, way, they were both like... It, it, whoever that was, I was thoroughly impressed by their she, ability to act. Of course, her sister's been doing it forever. You knew there was there had to be another sibling coming out of the woodwork one day. You're right. It's like one the, day. It's like the Culkins. So what would you give Super 8? Um, I don't know, like seven, six and a half. Six and I enjoyed half, the movie. It was, yeah. a good, it was Spielberg. I like Cloverfield too, so there's that. Uh, but see, like, I mean, I gave what did I give Cloverfield when I went through all the Troll Hunter movie type movies? I gave it like a five or six I or think some something bullshit. like that for giving you a headache. Yeah. Um. There's something about Spielberg, mm-hmm. and there's something about like J.J. Abrams is is I I I don't know if this has happened, but I I wouldn't be surprised if he becomes like. Spielberg's kind of protege. Okay. Like, you know, you, you, you're Jewish. I thought it was Lucas. Well, no, him and Lucas were buddies back in the oh, day. They're, right. not, they're, they're more colleagues than protege okay. mentor. J.J. Uh, Abrams, I can see definitely becoming like, you know, I'm going to take you under my wing and do a little bit more of these collaborations because, like, you know, they're both Jewish. Mm-hmm. And they both somehow 
can make almost anything just dazzle. I don't know Terranova. if I can come up with any other. Spielberg just produced it. He didn't, right. he, you know, that's it. And J.J. Abrams isn't involved with that. No. And actually, of course, people are starting to say that finally Terranova's getting its footing in. If it gets picked up for a second season, I'll go back and watch right. it. Right. But that's I would it. too, but... Uh, so I, I'm gonna give Super Eight because like Spielberg has this like incredible sense to just like take any movie that like anybody else would have made Super Eight and it would have been boring. You we, we mm-hmm. would have sat here and said it was really long. Or it would be ultra violent. It was like... it was slow paced. You know we would have said it was slow paced. Mm-hmm. We would have said that the creature effects weren't great, and we would have said something about the train accident being creature unreal. effects weren't great. They weren't great until until I get to like the obscene close up, and then I was okay with the creature yeah. effects. See, you're okay with it. Yeah. If anybody else directed this movie, it would have been like 5 out of 10. But because Spielberg's name is on it, even though it's a subconscious thing, mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a 7.5 out of 10. Wow. Like, like, it was enjoyable. It brought back... Like, I don't even like The Goonies. Yeah. Which is a conversation for another episode. Right. I like this movie. And it reminded me of The Goonies, hmm. which was weird enough. Hmm. My only problem with, with it, which is why I didn't get an 8, is that the dad didn't die. And you have to see the movie to understand right. that. Because he just kind of kind of deserved it. Yeah. You're kind of a douchebag Friday Night yeah. Lights guy. But, you know, no, like, I don't... Maybe, you know, we could talk about this some other time. But why is it still that, you know, the best CGI I've ever seen in a film is Jurassic Park? Yep. Still to this day. Yep. Like, wh- why? Aren't we supposed to be good at this now? Uh, we are good at it now, but it's the problem is is like back in back in the day, like and by back in the day I mean ninety five and back. Yeah, it's like when you wanted to accomplish something, you didn't really have the technology to do it, so you had to make technology to do it. You right. had to bend known science to yes. your whim, and then all of a sudden nineteen ninety nine came and computers started, you know, being mm-hmm. almost good enough for home PC computers were starting to be able to do what these supercomputers could do. Right, and now instead of Every time someone wants to accomplish something, they actually have to, like, bend technology to their whim. Technology's already there. Okay. So they just kind of need to do whatever's available to make the stuff. And I, so I'm, you're saying, I'm not, like, the problem is, is that we have shitty directors now that don't know how to it, properly no, light no, for CG? No, it's, it's a little bit of that. I mean, we could definitely place the blame on your special effects supervisors. And, you know, you could, put, you could place a blame on almost every department head if you want to go that route. Okay. I'm saying that it's more that... In 1993, you couldn't just boot up After Effects no. and 3D Max and model no, yourself No, you actually up. had to map out the whole thing by yeah, hand. Yeah, you couldn't model up yourself a dinosaur. Now, in today's age, if I had 3D Max and knew a little bit what I was doing, I could make a dinosaur. And then I could texture it, and I could animate it, and I could bring it into After Effects, and I could have it run around some footage. It would look like absolute fucking garbage, yeah. but that's because it's just me. Right. And I have no idea how to 3D animate. Yes. So you imagine now there's all these people who get paid to do it, and they have the software, and they're, they're, like it, it, it's good enough. Yeah. It's pretty much the long, really long, drawn-out mm. point to my fucking I'm statement. like, good enough. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Though? Like, it's good enough for people to be like, yeah, that looks like a dinosaur. The, that was the problem with digital cameras. Like, cameras were always getting better because we always wanted to do something. Like, we, you know, we were like, well, that's great. We can do it like this. Well, I want to shoot a little more in the dark, like Barry Lyndon. Mm-hmm. By Kubrick was the first he he had NASA build him lenses because it's the first movie ever to be shot completely on candlelight. Really, no bright ass lights, nothing. Like wow. he had to have NASA build like that's what I'm talking about. Like they want to do something, so they have to fucking construct it and make it. Yeah. And nowadays everything's made for us. That's why digital cameras sucked for like from 1990, like let's just say 98 to like 2009. Mm-hmm. 
because they invented HDV, and they were like, well, that's fine. It's good enough. We'll just have that forever. And then they came out with that $15,000 red camera after years and years and years because people were like, no, no, no it's not as good. Like, film yeah, still I Yeah, I don't want to have to edit this for days. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, that's my spiel. Okay. Thank you sense? for effectively answering my Did question. Did it make sense? Yes. You kind of hit a, you know, that's kind of used to be my bread and butter. Mm. So I kind of hit a personal level right there. Hooray! Break time. All right. Without digging back into the archives, I rightly don't remember whose turn it was for the last movie chess game. Yeah, I believe I threw out House of Cards at you, but yes, I've not. But been I remember watching something, something else. else to to come take up the space. But yeah. because we watch so much shit anyway, I don't remember what that is. Yeah. And I know we've done this twice before, but how about we just do something to start the turn over again? Sure. Well, I think. Because I prepared for it. Hmm. <laughs> that we're going to do the R4 Sense movie game, Mark and Zach edition. Ooh. Zach Galifianakis. Do you want to explain the game? Mark no. Zuckerberg. Nope, none of these dudes are on there. Damn it. Uh, do you want to explain the, since you coined the game, do you want to explain the rules real the quick? Game. Uh, so the point of the game is it's a, it's a movie trivia game. It's a movie trivia game, but the hints are, the answers are all are all these are actors, actors or this, characters yeah i did actors they're all time. actors yeah they're all actors who are named either mark or zach for this particular game i get one hint somewhere in there you do get one hint for the yes. whole thing and i kind of did a different point system there's okay. one two three, there's six questions Jeebus. each for a total of four points but if you can name the movie i'm trying to reference you get, a, you get an extra point, so there's a total possible 30, mm-hmm. but you can, like, without bonus, you can get 24. Okay. Alrighty? Okay. You ready to go? I think so. And if I win, I get to pick the movie chess game? What is the point threshold at which you win and I lose? 12. Oh. Well, just do half. Really? Yeah, All right. half, you know, if you, if you get any 50% or above. I probably won't come anywhere close. Yeah? So, yeah. Uh, I think you'll be okay. And you're, you know, I'll give you two hints because these are actor names, and mm-hmm. I know that you're not as good with actor names as I am. If, Certainly not. And you can get, you know, because we're doing this, you can get half points if you can at least like, if I know that you know who you're talking yeah, about, I'll like, give you. God half, damn it! I'll give you half points. <laughs> he was in these five other movies. <laughs> Alrighty. All right. Let's do this. And I kind of wrote it weird, so you'll know if it's a Zach or a Mark. Mm-hmm. Start with an easier one. This Zack makes retail kind of fun and badass. That's how I wrote it. Because I don't much care for the program. This Zack makes retail? Mm-hmm. Oh, Zachary Levi. Yeah. From, uh, from? from uh, Chuck. Yeah, Mark, yeah. Gets, Mark gets five points. Yeah, I watched that show. Not anymore, though. No. I got my emotional payoff. <laughs> I don't need it. Makes retail fun? And exotic. I never liked Chuck. Alrighty. It's like Kevin Smith is not named Zach. Alrighty. This. Yeah. See this. Now this is why I just gave you first names because I don't know if you'll figure something okay. out. Right. This, this Mark tried to be John Goodman 
and fa- failed miserably. This Mark? Yeah. He was also on Game of Thrones, and you didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. Uh, tried to be John Goodman. Yeah, the that's only like your thing I can think hint. of is like all I want to say is Tom Arnold at this point. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not saying not so like. Think of a movie uh-huh. that maybe John Goodman was in mm. that maybe did a sequel to that maybe John Goodman wasn't in. Mm. That was a piece uh, of shit. Uh, oh, uh, man, you're going to beat yourself gonna up. Angry you're going to beat yourself this. up for this one. I, I don't know if you'll know the guy's name, but you sh- oh, the movie yeah. should have clicked. Uh, John Goodman was in and then they did a sequel. He wasn't in. Do you want your hint? Yeah, give me a Yabba dabba do. Oh, <laughs> oh! I don't know. Do you you get a bonus point? I don't. I don't. Well, the obviously the Flintstones, like Bedrock, something or other. Oh man, I don't know if I can give you that point. I I don't know. It's Mark Addy. I don't even know who that is. He's in a shit like he's a, uh, yet again. He's another one. If I pointed at him, you'd be yeah. like, oh, that guy. Yeah. Mark Addy in the Flintstones and Viva Rock Vegas. Yeah, that's it. That's a zero for you, sir. Alrighty. This Mark shared an apartment with a ghost who didn't like him when he got angry. There's two movies there. This Mark. (laughs) (laughs) I just gonna keep repeating it. Come on. Shared an apartment with a ghost? Comma. Who Who didn't didn't like like him when he got got angry. angry. Come oh, on. Mark Ruffalo. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, which yeah, movie? Yeah. All right. You can, which movie am I talking about? Uh, the Hulk. No, not the Hulk. The Avengers. Okay. And then I have no idea. Do you know do you know what movie, though? No, like, I don't know. Oh, it's the one with Reese Witherspoon, where she's like a ghost in the apartment, and he moves in, and then they fall in love. I don't know what you're somehow. talking about. That's fine. You still get the bonus what points. What was the movie? I don't remember what it's called, either. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I keep wanting to say Sweet Home Alabama, but that's wrong. No, that is wrong. Uh, if you get this one, uh-huh. I may just freaking throw it up and give you the game. Oh. This Zach learned responsibility the hard way after getting a weird pet and feeding him incorrectly. Like I said. Is it, it Little Shop of Horrors? No. Damn it. <laughs> no. Freaking, what's his name? Rick Moranis? Yeah, I was like, cause, I don't know, maybe you saw the play. <laughs> no. No. The move. Uh, oh, it's the kid from Gremlins. Okay. Yeah. There's a point. <laughs> his name. His real name is Zach. Oh. <laughs> Did you even know that? What? That his real name was Zach. No. Oh. I have no idea who it is. I don't, I don't know. Zach Galligan. I am. Mm. You still get one point. You seriously only need one more point to win. What are you talking about? You're already at ten. I'm you're, at ten. You're at eleven. Really? Because well, you got the movie. You got Gremlins, right? Yeah. So the bonus. Yeah. You're fine. I only got two. Qu- I thought there were four points apiece. Yeah, but you got uh, you got both movies right. Oh right, I got, got you. All right, so I need to get one more point. Huh? Yeah, which oh, if you're getting gosh. all these bonuses, I might I might keep it at fifteen, which is a perfect fifty percent. Ah. I I might have to do that because you will get the all last the one. You all will right. get the last. All right, one. all right. This Zach singing dances in more movies than I care to admit, and by I I mean me. Mm. Was it you? No. <laughs> but there's four, technically four movies you can answer for the bonus, yeah. which is why that the hint is 
this Zach singing dances in more movies than I care to admit. Ah. Uh, this Zach sings and dances in movies? Zach Efron? Yeah. Which movie? Uh. Was that that 13 going on 30? He doesn't sing and dance in that one. No, he doesn't. So there's a... Uh, High school musical, okay. like 1, 2, and 3. And Hairspray. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah, he's in Hairspray. <laughs> okay. If you get this one wrong, you lose all your points. Uh, if, you get this wow. one, if you get this one right, you win. Okay? Uh. This mark is the greatest mark who ever lived. <laughs> ever. <laughs> the greatest mark who ever lived. Uh, Mark Hamill. You just lost the game, bro. <laughs> you just lost the game, bro. Oh. <laughs> Think about that one more time. And look at me in the eye when I'm like, he's the greatest fucking Mark who ever lived. You just lost the game. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Mark fucking... Mark Harmon? Harmon. Oh my god, that doesn't count. <laughs> yes, it does. No, it doesn't, because Mark Hamill's awesome. Yeah, but he's not the greatest Mark yes, who ever is. lived. Yes, he is. Nope. Yeah, no. he's certainly better than Mark Harmon. Okay, which one of them was in a wheelchair ever? Uh, n- never. No, Mar- Mark, Mark Hamill after his car accident. Oh, yeah. Mark Harmon wasn't in a wheelchair. Never in a wheelchair. <laughs> and I know what you're saying. <laughs> ah, man. Mark Hamill's the Joker. Okay. Mark Harmon's Superman. Is he? In two, maybe one or two of those movies we watched. I know he's Superman on Crisis on, uh, Crisis on oh, Two. Oh, he's the voice. Yeah. I was like, really? Yeah. I'm going to have to give it to you. Like, I can't just, like, steal your thunder away. But how I would have never you? gotten a Mark Harmon how movie. How could you not? No, I would have never gotten a Mark Harmon movie NCIS. either. NCIS. Well, that's, it's not All a movie. All I needed. I didn't, yeah, but neither is Chuck. True. Neither is Chuck. Yeah, I know. So you win. You Hooray. won. You won the game you created, so Woo! I'm glad. Uh... Do you have a movie for, or do you, you can choose, I guess. No, yeah, no, we're watching Transfers, and this is, now it's official. Do you want to <laughs> tell the folks at home how we, came in, how we came into owning Transfers 1 through 5? Um, well, see, back in, back in the day of Zach's birthday, not too long ago, Mark, Mark gave him a great gift of clemency. Yeah, <laughs> I owed Mark a shit ton of money um, for crack. So, so I was perusing io9, and they were talking about the greatest video collections to get people for Christmas. And I ran across Trancers, one through five. And they're like, uh, you can get it somewhere for like $22, but don't, I wouldn't be shocked if you could get it for cheaper. And I went on Amazon, and they had it for like $13. Yes. <laughs> now, mind you, I've never seen a single Trancers movie. I've seen all four Tremors and the TV show. I'm sorry. Gosh, you don't. I'm it was great. I'm so sorry. It was so good. I'm so sorry. Hey, okay, David Tennant. I heard you the first time. I heard you. Good. It's Matt Smith's time now. Yeah. All right? Fine. Fine. I'm excited to see a Trancers, and then maybe we'll watch some Tremors. Yeah. But Trancers is a time travel movie. I know. Except for it's the like time fourth cop, except one? different. Except for like the fourth or and fifth, the fifth one. one. They're they're both alternate, alternate universes, universes. <laughs> or something. I don't know. But technically, if you talked about time travel movies, they could be alternate universe movies all at the same that's time. That's true, but that's getting real. Like fucking Back to deep. the Future Two yeah. was an alternate universe movie, not and a time travel movie. That's very true. That's but, very true. And for some reason, we have a chalkboard in the you living know, room. You know, I I don't know what I was reading the other day, but it was just like this huge article that was hating on the third one. And you know what? The third one's not great, but it's a 
it, I it's, the third it's a one. solid end to the trilogy. Yes. I don't give a shit when anybody says that. There's no time travel in the movie. But like, well, you have the first two to set it all up, and then bam. You knew they were going to get stuck somewhere. Yeah. You knew it. Yeah. And there is still time travel, just like there's no repercussions from their repercussions. time. Repercussions. Re- re- repercussions. Reparations. But reparations from from the their time travel, I, other than it's now Clint Eastwood Ravine. Yeah. Pretty much. I don't care what anybody says about the third back. I've also the seen the third one about 20 times more than the other two. Because uh, the third one's, one's always on TV. Yeah, second one's still my favorite. I, I love the second one. The second one's awesome. Want that hoverboard. So, transfers it is. Yes. And we start the Jack game. Jack Death. And we start the game anew. Ooh. A game of Thrones. And 19-year-old Helen Hunt. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. It's the opposite of the Emma Watson problem. I can just like be like, oh, that's fine. You were hotter then, or you're hotter now. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know. We'll she find out too much together. Makeup now. I don't. Well, dude, Helen Hunt's like 72. Of course she is. She's not 72. Who would you rather bang, Helen Hunt or Jamie Lee Curtis? Age. Like now? Primes. No. In their primes? No, new. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis in her in True Lies. Or Helen Hunt and whatever you deem the hottest she's ever been. So, like, both of them in their, like, 30s-ish. 35, 40-ish range. Jamie Lee Curtis pretty hot in True Lies, but no, probably Helen Hunt still. Yeah. Yeah. But Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween? No. Yes, please. No. (laughs) No, I do not agree. With her 90-pound frickin' and, like, one ounce of those is her breasts and ass. Breasts are huge yeah, in that movie. Not. I don't know. We're taking a break now. We're taking a break so I can Fine. look at this. Fine. I guess I learned that her tits are huge in that movie. What did you learn tonight, Mark? Are you going to give us this rant that you promised nope. everyone last week? Nope. You're going to talk all about broken promises. Can you at least talk into your microphone? I didn't know we were coming back from break so quickly. Well, they don't know that. Yeah. Now well, they now do. they do. Shit. What'd you learn tonight? Did you learn anything? Um, I learned that once again, oh, let's say reinforced the fact that I suck. At any kind of movie game, unless yeah. I am creating them. That's true. Suck at all of them. You're not even going to tell the folks at home how Which you learned funny, about... Which is funny, because I'm actually really good at seen it. Are you? Like, I'm disgustingly good at seen it. But any other movie game, I'm awful at. You're not even going to tell the folks at home how you learned about, like, the differences between CGI in 1993 and now? After I think that was implied. After all the time? The after all that time I spent... Talking about it, yeah. you're not going to reiterate you, it. You, you even cut out the like 35 minute actual talk you had. Well, yeah, I yeah. figured I could do it like the Daily Show and be like, if you want more, you can go to the website. But I'm not going to put. Yeah, it but on I'm the not going to put any of that up. Maybe you will. You now did, that however, do- put the Joust documentary up. Well, I mean, I figure I break enough promises on this show, yeah. might as well. We get one broken promise an episode. Yeah, you get one <laughs> one per five blocks. <laughs> Man, we're almost up on 50. Yeah. That's kind of weird. Frightening. Yeah, a little Six bit. Six weeks from now. Yeah. Which is what? The middle of January? Yeah. Should uh, fall around January 6th. That was yeah, when we started. Yeah, but we skipped at least three weeks. Uh, three. Yeah, you're right. Three. Yeah. It's because we skipped Bonnaroo? Skip Bonnaroo. We skipped the week because it sucked. And then we skipped some other week because we needed to take a break. 
You're right, and I don't yeah. rightly remember why. Huh. Well. Three weeks then. That's not bad. Yeah. See, we kept it, managed to keep it at two. Our 50th would also have been our one-year anniversary, yeah. which would have been cool. So, I mean, I guess I'm asking you in front of all these people right now, do you want to do something big for the 50th, or do you want to do something big just for the one that falls on the one year? Hmm. Or both. Or now both. they're going to be, what, two weeks off? Three yeah. weeks off? Yeah. Well, I think we should do something. I don't care so much about the one year. I think the 50 is more important than yeah. the one year. I think we should do something big for the one year and then just maybe have somebody special on for the 50th. Okay. And do something fun for the 50th, but make it a blowout for us. Maybe more of an introspective for the year. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't no, I, And maybe yeah, we no, should I talk like about it. this when we're not recording. I like it. No, and break tradition of always talking about podcast business while on the air. It depends on if I edit. I won't edit this out, but I do edit a few of those out. They don't need to know our business. Sure they do. Even though we... That's why they listen to us. It's to get to know us. And Well, hey, if you want to get to know us, just come on over. Buy us a drink. Yeah. That's what I was talking to a guy I was working with a couple days ago, and he said, you know, he's like, I'm never, you know, I never get to go over there. And I was like, just show up like everybody else does. What, here? Yeah. Don't tell people who just show up. (laughs) Nobody just shows up. Yes, they do. Well, they call us first as they're on their way. Well, that's fine, (laughs) but that's still not just showing up. Sure it is. Showing Showing up. up. (laughs) Uh, On that note, call us Facebook, Twitter, blah, 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 blah. Rate us on iTunes. For the love of God, rate us on iTunes. I I was wondering about that. Is there a way to see all the reviews that we got on iTunes? Because I only see like the first three. Where are you looking? Just like the iTunes bookmark that I have, which is like the actual web page. Uh, yeah, you have to either go on actual iTunes or on the phone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good night. Yeah, I learned something. Hey, he finally learned something. <laughs> good night. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.